Good morning, saints. Good morning, sinners. That was a little loud. This is an Episcopal church. Every Christian tradition has its quirks. And while our Episcopal tradition has many quirks, there is one in particular that acts as both a relic of the past, a signpost of what is possible, and a companion for the present Christian life. And it is the collect. Repeat after me, collect. At the beginning of every Eucharist, the priest stands in the midst of the congregation and voices the collect collecting or gathering into one prayer and summarizing in that prayer what each of us is feeling, what the theme of the day, the readings of scripture might be, and summarizing what some of us might want to feel. That's one of the good things about prayer is that our hearts sometimes have to follow the words and we end up feeling what we say or hear. Today, the collect addresses something that often goes unsaid in proper church settings, that we praying people, we human people, we church-going people, we believing and unbelieving, we doubters, we often lack the words we want to use when we pray. This collect acknowledges that God knows what we need before we even ask in the sense that a spouse or a significant other or a close friend knows what we're about to say before we even say it or can fill in the gaps between our words the way a poet inhabits her poem. In the life of prayer, It can be difficult to know where our desires begin and God's end. Seeing as the mystics have described God as close to us as our next breath, it is in this fountain of all wisdom, this reservoir of all goodness, this God in whom we live and move and have our being, it is in that God that we wade. We step out onto the shore of our lives, making our needs known, showing up in confusion and doubt, sometimes in desperation, not knowing exactly what we want to say or how to say it. Or in the words of today's collect, because of unworthiness, we dare not or cannot ask. From time to time, it is normal to reach seasons or moments in which unworthiness or embarrassment or shame overwhelm us before God. That for some reason we might think we don't deserve to come before God with specific requests or burdens or concerns, moments or seasons in which we assume that if we don't have just the right words at just the right time and don't address God in just the right manner, our attempts at praying are for naught. There may or may not be someone in our midst today 
who has let a fear of praying incorrectly, incoherently, or inarticulately prevent them from praying. Or someone who feels more frustrated than at peace after praying. Or someone who doesn't pray because they haven't prayed in a long time. Or feels like they don't have just the right Episcopal formula to pray well. Well, I have something to tell you if you fall into that category, those categories or another. Prayer is not some complicated spiritual practice deserving of our nervousness or fretting. Turn, if you will, in the pew in front of you to page 856 in the Book of Common Prayer. Page 856. It's the black book. just in case. It's the one with the cross. The one that when Baptists visit, think is a Bible. It's not a Bible, our Baptist friends. And there you will find our catechism. And a catechism comes from the ancient practice when bishops would travel and baptize people. They would interrogate people with questions much like the one that you'll find near the bottom of the page, 856. And there you'll see the question, what is prayer? And this is the response, and you can see it for yourself. Prayer is responding to God by thought and by deeds with or without words. Responding to God with or without words. This is a generous and expansive definition of prayer, is it not? The vision that comes to mind when hearing this definition of prayer might be two longtime friends sitting in a hospital waiting room awaiting news on their third friend's spouse after a serious car accident. When the third friend finally arrives to the room, no words are said, just a tender hug is shared between the three. What happens between them, what happens in that circle of people is what we would call prayer, that response of love with or without words. Prayer at its heart, and you can put your prayers, prayer book back into the thing if you haven't already. I'm not going to make you hold it the whole service. Prayer at its heart is resting in the joy of God being the initiator of love and power. It is entrusting our lives in their messiness and complexity to the one God that Richard, that Rowan Williams calls that depth around all things and beyond all things in which when I pray, I try to sink. That activity that comes to me out of that depth tells me I'm loved. 
that opens up a future for me, that offers transformations I cannot imagine. Very much a mystery, but also very much a presence, very much a person, end quote. It is to that God and into that depth that I commend each of you today and this week to even our Lord Jesus Christ, whose worthiness before God sustains us, no matter the circumstance, no matter the difficulty we face. Amen.